Hey, everybody. How are you guys all doing? Hi. Good. How are you? Hi. Pretty good. A little tired still. Oh, so good. Welcome to Beyond the Pine 51. Episode 51. We're here. Yes, five one. Joined by... I'm, right? I'm Steve. All right. I'm Steve. Is I'm right? Steve. Is that right, though? Cinquenta uno? Uh, Cinquente? Cinque. Uh, so for all you audio listeners out there today, we're it's Steve, Kib, James, Mimi, and James Allen McCoon. Hey, what was it? Oh uh, yeah, James Allen. Me too. Me too. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Good God. Inside joke. You guys. It works. Understand. Well, it works both ways because uh, of his cuckoo nature, uh-huh. but then also uh-huh. because of the joke that we were making that was in private the other day. Mm-hmm. Because Jamie he, worked with a very would, famous uh, actress he would recently. Report himself mm-hmm. for the Me Too movement. <laughs> yeah. I James Allen McCune held me down and forced himself on me. I want to see me in prison. And despite having a wonderful time, I didn't ask for it. Nobody asked for it. Jamie, you're talking about when you touched yourself last night? That was night? non-consensual. Yes. Dude, you I touched myself non-consensually That's so funny if Jamie actually reports himself bit, for actually. masturbating. Yeah. That'd actually be a really funny bit. Jamie comes in and he's just distraught. What happened? <laughs> I was touched last night. By who? By I, I just thought it was going to be a kiss. <laughs> It went so much farther. It led to anal and blowjobs. Don't look at me this <laughs> Sucked way, his own Mimi. dick. It turned into blood moon sacrifices. <laughs> <laughs> he was an Aztec prince the whole time. He went and Jamie, fisted me. He fisted you're my ass. about yourself. Yeah. Sometimes I just don't know who I am anymore. But I know I liked it. Jamie's uh, split personality raped him last night. Oh, God, no. Let's move. <laughs> so anyway, before we get into everything, dirty bitch. we actually have a couple sponsors for this podcast. One is Quip and the other is Stitch Fix. Thank you guys both for sponsoring the podcast. Um, before we get into Stitch Fix, we're going to talk a little bit about Quip. Oh, yeah. Thank so you, Quip. The truth is most of us are brushing our teeth wrong. Not for long enough or uh, forget to change our brush on time. That's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing, but not Quip. So what makes Quip so different? Well, for starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth. Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist-recommended two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Would you guys like to open up some Quip products? I would. Next, uh, however, Quip's subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Ooh. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel wherever you take your teeth. Where do you take your teeth, James? Uh, Ball games. And finally, everyone loves Quip. They were on Oprah's O-List, named one of Time's Best Inventions, and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists, and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers use Quip every day. So Quip starts at just $25. If you go to getquip.com slash pine right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash pine. P-I-N-E. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash pine. Thank you, Quip, for sponsoring the podcast. And now back to your regular... Thanks, Quip. I get it. It's pine because of Sugar Bun. So right. No, what? I thought it was like... I always wondered why they made it. Thank you to word. Warheads for making a sour st- uh, food the, in the world. And that so you can handle it. spicy food. Can you handle sour food? Um, I mean, it really affects me, but I like it. I love sour. Like, I just had a Warhead, dude. Because yeah. you don't like spicy food. No, that's not true. I like spicy food. You just know. I'm just uh, severely affected by the pain of the spice. And the effects of it. So it's not worth it for a lot of different spicy foods. In my mood, you know what I mean? Like, 
I didn't have to eat that Carolina Reaper back then. I just wanted. Yeah, you but ate a Carolina Reaper. Yeah. Yeah, oh. but it, but it was dry and it wasn't like a full Carolina. It wasn't like a real Carolina it was, Reaper. It was a real Carol. It was a real Carolina it was real, Reaper. It just wasn't. It but was it was dry. dry and it was probably less potent. For, for God knows what reason, dude. Buses. If Dwayne Johnson me flicked me, that would still it wouldn't be as hard as punch, but that would still hurt the. So shit you guys, out of my you guys eyes. obviously know how hot the Carolina Reaper is. Like, right? I don't. Hottest? I can't fathom this. That is the hottest thing Kib would have ever eaten if it worked out. Now he didn't have as bad of a reaction to that Carolina Reaper as he did going to cow chop and doing those things. But that was also but, a lot of different kinds. That's true. It mixing. was a lot. If you ate one pepper, that's one thing. But what was it like eight sauces? Fuck. Back to back. That's and just, like it was a like a good. So I'm on Kib's side. It was a good amount. It was like this much, like a glob, this much of each of those sauces on a chip. And some of them were Shit. entire things of ramen. Yeah, and we had to eat entire sauce. full bowls of ramen that were soaked in the sauce too. So I had a lot of noodle in my stomach while my stomach was getting upset and eating more and more and more. Isn't it good to have something in your stomach? What was the aftermath? Not when it was just fucking cooked Covered. in it. Oh um, Jesus! Well, um, the, the follow up. What happened at the? Uh, I threw up there yeah, for real. Did. Like not just a little. Like I was on the the floor, like sweating and crying. Um, and obviously, like the Yo. being on the floor was for the camera. But like the throwing up afterwards. And the severe pain, like when the camera's off, I was just scooping ice cream. Like I was in severe pain. I, I was, James uh, was as well. It w- it was the pain for me was euphoric, mm-hmm. absolutely. For a lot I of was very on. much so like on one from that. Like six James was fucking rolling, dude. I was fucking <laughs> zooted in a poop scoop, man. Damn. Like six sauces in, and I was just like, okay, next one, dude. <laughs> Holy yeah, you were handling it super well. You know who didn't handle something well? This was your guys' first convention. And yeah. <laughs> wow. No, I'm kidding. kidding. It was amazing. No, you guys, you guys did there. a you guys did a wonderful Absolutely. job, both oh, of you guys. Yes. I had so much Thank fun. You. It was awesome. That was super neat. What'd you guys expect going into RTX? This is your first convention, right? Well No, we've been to a bunch no. of conventions. Well, it's your first convention where it's With like you're, you're there as a personality. No. No, not really. him. No, we she so we got to know each other because she was my uh, No, 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 no. I wasn't gonna say assistant. You were my partner. You, you were your fucking assistant? No, no. You were his she, fucking sister? <laughs> she helped me out. Dude, that's hilarious. She no, would, I wanted to travel <laughs> with him so that he would eventually kiss me. And Aww. so I went with him to his convention and just kinda hung out with him. Yeah, I went you fucking I, fangirl. I had like <laughs> walking dead like uh conventions that I would go around the country with and stuff. She you were your... zombie number 48. I loved you. <laughs> yeah, she was, was uh, she was your guardian at RTX. <laughs> basically, yeah. Yeah. But no, she was that was just like a a good excuse to spend a lot of time together. And it was a uh, so but but those were very different because people I I did like nothing on the Walking Dead, so people would come up and they'd be like, "Who are you again?" and I'd have to like explain what I I'm do. the black guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to like tell them who I was and shit. So very different experience. Like people actually knew who we were here. That was really cool. Did you get mind blowing? Did you feel drained mm-hmm. by the end of it? Yeah, yeah. But it, I mean, we. It was. I was still very. I had a lot of good time. A lot of good times. Were there? Um. Oh, sorry. Me too. I gotta say, by the end though, and I, I know James gonna test this, dude. I never thought I could be this drained. I always thought I'd be able to like at least handle it. And uh, it's like shitty to even talk about because it seems ungrateful. But it's not at all it. It's just purely being out of energy. Mm-hmm. By the end, dude, like having what was for the most part the same conversation with so many people. Mm, yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of people. We're at RTX. We're like, it's all all you guys, and like, there's everyone there generally knows who you are, so they want to come talk. And it's usually the same conversation because, hi, how are you? How's your time? Blah blah blah. blah. And it's really nice and special. But holy shit, by the end of it, dude, I was like, it fucked me up. I ran across the street. 
away from James to get away from Dude, the emergency. That's amazing. To just sit there down were, um, on the floor. There were three points. I'll I'll tell you guys all the juicy drama from my perspective oh, about yeah. uh, meeting people. Now, granted, ninety nine percent of the time, super dope. Oh, um, mm-hmm. And even when you're tired, if someone's like chill and they're not weird or anything, yeah, uh, I get it. it's easy to talk. It's easy to talk to people. The most important thing is to match someone's energy that you're talking to. Yeah, truly. 100%. Um, so the first time that something weird happened. Uh, I believe we, it was you and me, we were out on the street on 6th Street, and some dude comes up to us with his phone, and he's running by us, and he just is like, I can't do a whistle noise, but he whistled at us right next to us, didn't say anything, and just holds his phone out like that, and I, th- I think uh, we were both just like, oh, never just whistle at someone for any reason, he was like, and I think he was very taken aback. He was, and yeah. actually, I think he tweeted at us after, Really? just like... Sorry for whistling at you guys, but it was like cool to meet you and stuff like that. Oh. I'm not sure there's any mm. good occasion to whistle at someone. No, you shouldn't whistle at no. somebody. It's just because that's you're like, getting your friend's attention. But you're, it's you're, you're like, a friend. Or you're a dog. It's you're like, exact, come here, boy. No, yeah. like, that's what it feels like, like. Far away, and you're like, and you that's went, fine. Ah. But now yeah. that's like, one time. If you're like, because we were walking, and I think he like walked past us, and his first instinct was to go like. <laughs> Oh and no, then, dude! Like we looked, and he like took his phone out, and I was like, and we. It's funny, like me and Steve were like, and I was like. Hey, dude, don't ever whistle at a person. I was, I was the one that said <laughs> I'm it. I'm not a golden retriever. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm only saying that because I also mm-hmm. said that. <laughs> the the only fun. time you should ever whistle is when you're hunting you in the forest on. with your dog and you see a deer and you're like, to make the if dog you see move a bear forward. And you're like, save me from this bear. Save <laughs> <laughs> me from my like, dog. <laughs> and then Vinny would just run up and then go on his back and lift his leg and be like, <laughs> fuck me, bear. <laughs> oh, no. The bear would be like, oh, golden retriever. Time number two. And then. Gross. <laughs> Time number two, uh, a bad experience was at a community bar that we went to, where um, and normally normally everyone is really chill. Like there was even a group that came up to one? us. This isn't the last one. But I mean, is it the one I'm thinking of? It's the one you're thinking I don't know of. If you should tell that one. Really? Can I give you the break? Can I give them the breakdown of it? Like just uh, I mean, it's not gonna make us look bad or anything. It's just uh, I also don't want the person watching to feel like complete dog shit. Uh, there's, I don't think they could. I don't even think they okay. were actually really our fans. Like no, but basically, oh, I'm curious. that conversation came down to uh, where James and I are just absolutely tired as shit at the bar, um, and a guy comes up to us, average situation. But I I don't remember exactly how he opened up, but it was the worst conversation of all time because he was just a jerk. And yeah, at one point, at one point, he holds out his badge and he's like, "I got a Bernie a Bernie sticker on it," and I thought about who's like the lowest on the totem person that I could have signed it as a joke. And then I was like, I looked at him, I was like. I don't know you, and I was just like, dude. Wh- and this he, is he was like one of those type of people who um, is probably socially awkward, and has created a defense mechanism of being a jerk because they think that that can help them from like in social situations. But then that that skill just grew in him, and he just became an asshole. Yeah, I've known like, a trying couple to people be, in my in trying my life to be humorous, like but like just read the room. Usually, that's like a response mechanism, though. This that's like an the, he started the conversation off with just like you suck. I think you're l- less than. Well, here's why too. I think that if anyone knows our content, like our comedy yeah. style, so he probably knew that we were the type of people that are constantly fucking around with people. Mm-hmm. So oh, like yeah. he, he thought that to I think put him on the same level as you, or, or or to put him above you to not feel like a fan, right. um, like which self- he didn't want to feel. He I, thought that uh, dissing you would it, it level the playing sure. field a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. And then okay. you'd be like, ah, what's up? That's funny. Ah. That but being in said, reality, it came off. There were actually oh, there were cool. great interactions yeah. at that oh, same yeah. bar. Like there was a kid who was dressed just like me, and it was hilarious because oh. he legit looked like me. There was a girl that that was dressed like you too. She was so cool, but she was like, oh, I might have been. 
talking about the same person? I no, there was the boy. That oh, was there, there were a few people. I've seen. I, I don't think I saw yeah. the girl. Yeah, there was there was a girl. It was amazing. It was really it was cool. Amazing. <laughs> she looked awesome. Yeah, and that then was really, uh, really neat. The third time, the third time was just if you ever saw me out on at around 8 p.m. on on in any time in Austin <laughs> on on day three. Oh man, where we all thought we yeah. lost the camera. Or it got stolen, and we were just walking around trying to figure out what the fuck to do. And most people that came up to us were fine, uh, but it's just any time there was uh, an interaction that was like weird, I just my brain could not handle it. And uh, I mean, I didn't say anything mean or anything, but I just I wasn't like chipper, you know, which was kind Mm -hmm. of a bummer. But um, we explained ourselves though. Like if anyone came up, we'd be like, "Hey, we lost the camera. I'm sorry." Well, do you want to tell the situation for anyone who wasn't like aware (laughs) what was going on on Twitter? Yeah, because that's like a pretty big. It's a pretty big deal just off the cuff like that. You don't know the context. So it was around. I think it was at the very end of the day when we were at our hotel. We just got back from the convention, and I thought about it. I was like, I don't remember having the camera. And then James, uh, we checked his room, wasn't there. Kib's room wasn't there. My room wasn't there. Checked it again. And that's when uh, the panic started to set in because we couldn't get back into the convention center. Uh, No one would let us in. And at the Hilton, they didn't have it in the lost and found. And I even checked the panel room that we were in in the very beginning. And it wasn't there either. So that's when I was like, assuredly, it's been stolen. And while Steve is checking the Hilton, me and Kib are at uh, the convention center and we don't have our badges because we were on our way to go out and get dinner and then go out to a bar, so we didn't have our badges with us. And they wouldn't let us in because I think the event was closing or everyone was like leaving or something. And also we didn't have our badges. And we even had other people from RT with their badges and being like, "No, no they can, they can absolutely go in here." And they were like, "Nope, sorry, not how it goes." Blah blah. And in my head, I so badly wanted to say, "You are working right now because of us." <laughs> like w- <laughs> the reason that you're working tonight at this place is because of the convention that's for Rooster Teeth. Didn't like yeah, you I think, and, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. But was, I was also in such a pissed mode. That's why I was even thinking like that. You yeah, know I, mean? I was uh, just yeah. going to say we were so angry that we thought we lost the camera. So, so exhausted that them not letting us in to try to resolve the, something that was worth so much money that is part of the company. Mm-hmm. Like we just had no logic. We were like, it was purely reaction. I could kill you right now. Pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Did, did and you, you and Vicky pop bitch. Off at one of the at somebody or something like that wasn't no, there like a situation? I, no, I, we just some we were in the convention at, after that it closed and we had our badges on and we were walking and we were trying to get to the green room and um, we got stopped and we were like no no it's okay we're we're with Rooster Teeth and he was like yeah but we're closed so you got to get out and I'm like no we're uh, we work we work with Rooster it just for them know. for them uh, with them. About yeah, I them. I was like, I get really nervous in those situations. So I was just like, but we're supposed to be here and it's okay and please just let us go. Eventually he he understood what we were trying to say. But yeah, we had a little bit of a snafu with one of the security guards. Eventually there. he died. <laughs> Not <laughs> sure what happened, if it was the bullet I gave him or... <laughs> but back to the camera situation though. Oh yeah, so yeah. it was... I mean, uh, all the Guardians were trying to help. They uh, uh, And our Guardian in particular, I think he was, he was very nervous. Um, this is his first year. This is yeah, this is his first year. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll talk. I'll say one more thing about him later on because it's so funny. Um, he was a great guy. But uh, it was the next morning, morning, and I. Oh, you know what? It was the night before. We were all at uh, the industry party, mm-hmm. and we were all sitting down in the same mm-hmm. area. And it was just like it was a great weekend up until that point. And I was just kind of like bummed out um, because we all were. lost the fucking camera. Oh yeah. And we're all just sitting there, and that's when I was like. Jimmy Neutron brain blast and I looked at you guys I was like <laughs> I remember I remember the last place I left it and it was when we were doing the panel the I was helping IT set up the panel yeah and I in the very back of the pan of the panel room 
and not like where the seats are, but like on the very opposite side, past all the chairs, um, I had dropped the camera with my vape and my badge, and I said, hey, is it cool if I keep this here? And they're like, sure. So then forgot about it. And I remembered that was exactly where I left it. And I knew in my heart of hearts, if it's not there and I can't find it from that point, it was stolen. It's not just like I left it somewhere even dumber out of the ordinary and it's my fault that uh, it got lost. I mean, it would be, but (laughs) at least I wouldn't have known that it got stolen. So then the next day I had awakened to countless texts and a bunch of weird tweets from Freed because what had happened was they found the camera in probably the panel room. The Guardians found it. There were two Guardians. I don't remember their names in particular. Um, but they free took the camera from them and then did a bunch of bits because he's always trying to get in on our channel. And uh, <laughs> the point of the story is that we got the camera back and I didn't have to. I had rental rental rent rental insurance as well. I pay rent. I pay rent. But uh, I'd have to go make a police report and then try that to see so the cameras. That was so funny of free doing that. Mm-hmm. Like it was the perfect thing to do in that situation with the fucking mask and like just fucking free just every hour. <laughs> every hour that you don't get to pay me i'll film my own vlog for an hour <laughs> i'll film my own death on the channel i'll film my own death I for an hour it's yeah. perfect though god bless free it always coming through it was. Mm-hmm. but it was job. a really good time that was a really neat experience everyone was super nice yeah. oh yeah Can i was so nervous i was so nervous to meet people really why yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm very, I'm very awkward in person, and no. I have a lot of like social anxiety, and mm. I'm, I'm an extreme introvert. So being in a large group of people like is it it like emotionally drains me really quickly. You so were so good at that. I though. just wanted to make sure yeah. that I was like I was. I mean, because people like paid to be there. I wanted to make sure that mm-hmm. I was giving them everything that I could because like holy shit, they flew out there, they got a hotel room, they bought a badge. Yeah. You know, I just wanted to make sure that I was on for absolutely everybody. And everyone was just wonderful. I got so many great hugs and handshakes and Did you yeah. get to the point with any uh any of the people that just like were also maybe a little socially awkward and didn't propel the conversation so you had to take charge and you didn't really know how and did that give yeah. you anxiety yes. and stuff? Like having yeah, a lot of Small talk anxiety? is really hard for me. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm decent at that, but like it does. It's it's it create. It's crazy how physically exhausting it is when mm-hmm. that situation happens because you're like, okay, I'm gonna pick up the whole conversation now. <laughs> like, yeah. move it forward. Like until you we just find gotta anything. make something up and talk about it. And right. Oh, they're they've had their full and they can leave. I, I created a defense mechanism for that. Um, if I'm approached by somebody, I steer the conversation immediately in the direction that I want it to go, and it's always mean. And that prevents me from having you're, to. You're ugly. <laughs> and that prevents me from having to do a normal conversation and then suddenly start to fill the void uh, if if it drops off. Even if they were fully capable of doing it, I immediately steer the conversation my way or the highway. And <laughs> Just talking not, about highways all day long. And I'm not saying it's right. I 46. But I'm saying it's wrong. Well, you're playing a character at that point. Yeah, and so yeah, they're getting the full sugar pine. Experience. Although, yeah, you always have to gauge. Uh, the energy it's like if someone you know you can feel like they want a real experience then you give that to them if someone wants like a uh, jokey boy from South Detroit then, <laughs> then of course then, South Detroit then I'm here yeah, but uh, yeah. I, I, I want to tell you guys something about what happened to uh, our guardian um, we were all this was at the same bar that I met the um, person who was uh, frustrating in the conversation dude we were playing a uh, ping pong and I was just playing I don't remember his name it was ball. just some random guy I was playing ping pong and to my right our guardian was sitting down on a windowsill he briefly sits up very slowly 
and the loudest crash of glass oh, yeah. ever breaks the window. Breaks the fucking window. Oh my god! With his Shattered. ass. I, Shatters it. I don't think he stood up, dude. I saw it happen in the corner of my and eye. He like um, it's, against. Yeah, he was leaning. He was gonna go lean back against the window like he was by himself, and oh. he's just drinking, and then he's just like watching Pink Bunny goes. <laughs> <laughs> Just leans back and it's so slowly <laughs> yeah. too. Oh, no. I think it's just because like probably the windows were just bad, the same ones that they were when the building was built. Yeah, Dude, so and then they, he fucking walks like away from the window, like really embarrassed, obviously as Aww. anyone would. And then he just like brushes off his back and goes stands by the door and goes, <laughs> just keeps fucking drinking his drink. And I was like. You poor bastard. Oh, Make man. sure there's no fucking glass in your back, dude. There was a yeah, Aww. but then the bar guy came over and he looked at the window. He was like, "All good." I saw that. Yeah, he literally looks went, better. All good. Way. He's like, "Now we have an excuse to get new windows." <laughs> it looks better. <laughs> I like it more. You know, I have to say, um, this RTX, uh, as opposed to any RT event that we've done previously, including Let's Play Live and all that, uh, this one I felt closer to the R the group of RT people there Absolutely. than ever before, yeah, and it was yeah. it was crazy. Yeah, totally. It was cool because like <laughs> I spent a lot of time getting to know a lot of people that I didn't before. Like Max, talked to Max for such a long time, dude. We like talking about old boy and Korean movies yeah, and like yeah. just so much shit. And like he was telling me a bunch of like experience that he had on sets before he came to RT and like movies that he's worked on. It's so fucking cool. I love that guy. And like Max it's cool because especially when you go out to a bar and you're just fucking all drinking shit, you're gonna just end up having just hour long conversations out of nowhere with people just because mm -hmm. like you get into it and you're just like, wow, I'm like into this conversation. Dude, I was having a, a great time up until I had um, a crisis conversation with Elise. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Yeah, we were just like getting into just like the depths of humanity towards the end of the weekend. And it was a very interesting way to end the weekend, you know? I remember it was, I was there for that. It was cool to have like a, a fully real, the deepest talk we possibly could. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm always very appreciative of talking to Elise because like... Yeah. Um, yes, I love She's so able to great. do just everything. Yeah. Comedy and then she's so smart. Mm -hmm. So that was, that was I, really I cool. definitely see like the Funhouse people as like similar to us in the in a way that like they're all very joking, they're all very like like you know, a family and shit like that. And they're like us in three years. Like obviously not the same, but like Maybe in twenty five twenty five years. years. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean like <laughs> I mean like length of doing the show that they've been doing. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. Um, but obviously it's like all different. So it's like seeing their concerns that they still have or how things have gotten better in their growth and shit like that is really, I, I'm thankful for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like they're legends, man. They, they are. really are. Yeah. yeah. I really, yeah, I, I really think admire I see those guys. A lot of myself in, in Elise. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think I see me in Elise. Oops, nope. <laughs> oh nope, God. Nope. nope. <laughs> Just kidding. Has Sammy Joe cut this out? She knows I don't see me in anyone but Steve. In instantly anyone but Steve. I'm definitely inside Bruce. What's the most yeah. uncomfortable fan interaction you've ever had, or like, if you if you feel comfortable? One saying. of the things that always blows me away, and it's like, it's just because it's a new thing, is like when a fan is so nervous to meet you that they literally can't speak. Because mm -hmm. in my head, I'm always like. It's just me. I'm just like here. Like you can say anything you want to me. But think about fine. if you met fucking Leonardo DiCaprio, dude. I don't think. But I mean, also, I don't think I would. Obama. Obama. I'd Trump. Kill, I'd kill him. <laughs> Trump. I'd join him. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, like, but like, I don't know. I'm. I'm also not the type of person who gets like star struck and like. I'll be like, oh my god, that's that person right there. Like that's really cool. I really respect them. But I wouldn't be like. Uh, uh, uh. And no offense if you are like that, and I appreciate the admiration, obviously. But it's just like, I would never. If I was in an opportunity where I was meeting them, especially, I would be like, you're awesome. You're great. Like, I love everything you do. I'm a big fan. It inspires me. Stuff like that. Like, I wouldn't just, like, again, I'm not trying to shit on anyone because, like, 
You're so comfortable. Well, I do. I usually just do this. Oh, oh, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Oh, suck it. No, you're right, Jamie. I am really comfortable with who I am. (laughs) Well, like, like I feel like a lot of people just don't know what to do with themselves or like haven't like pre-planned. Like your your brain works really quickly and you you know how to like present yourself and stuff. I think some people that's just not in their wheelhouse. No, it's just not working. I just wish I could be that passionate about anything. You know, Mm -hmm. like that's a. It's that's the cool thing is like I don't think I mean I'm not a very excitable person. I think I'm pretty mellow. You're just staring straight at Jamie for that. It's yeah. No, I know she was. No, I was. very aware. Excitable like, person. It's not. It's, you, it's probably my fault, not yours. I Why think, do you want him to reassure you about that? I don't know. I think I'm. But I'm, <laughs> let's I'm, test it out, mm, Jamie. Yeah. Excite Mimi. Okay, <laughs> Selena. Yeah. Motherfucker. That's, that's about it, though. Like, excite Mimi. Our future together. Mimi, Mimi's head explodes. <laughs> Too much. Her shoulder pops out. Okay, she so sorry. Into sorry. The anyway, oh, anyway, dude. Mimi? After this, we I have to tell the story about Teddy. About tit. Oh God! Well, let's, stop, let's stop mansplaining around Mimi. Um, I, I think it was just, it's just so cool to see, especially the cosplayers that do like multiple um, cosplays at RTX. Like to see people that are that passionate, that they get up that early to be ready for the con in full makeup. It's so fucking hot out mm-hmm. there. They're wearing all of these clothes and they look amazing. And they're there, and it's like that's just so fucking cool to see people get so excited about yeah. something. Yeah, I, I admire I, I the love shit that. Out of that. I love that. And it was so cool to see, I mean, it was cool to see people get so excited about you guys that they were coming up to us and going like, where are the boys? You know if the boys are going to yeah. be here? And it's so uh, exciting. And we like, weren't. That's so, that's so Couldn't cool. make it. It's so cool. Like I, It's just great to know, like, yeah. to see people that love you guys so much. Yeah. And, and it, it was just We amazing. just sometimes forget that people are watching us. You know, it's like, yeah, it really, like it's this. not just a fucking number that's uh, getting less and less every day. That's why yeah. I think, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a number declining. Um, oh. That's why, like, I love going to RTX because that's the convention where everyone is there to see you. You know, obviously not 100% of the people, but like they're there for the reason of seeing you and shit like that. And it's so cool to get that perspective and to have that reminder that it's not just a number. There are literal people behind every number that are like giving their time to you, being inspired by you, loving your shit, whatever, like hating your shit, not watching anymore, you know, all that. (laughs) Um you, you, love it. It. you love it. You love. You love cool. it. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna get mushy because, like, when we were when when Mimi would come with me to the the um the horror conventions <laughs> and stuff that we would do, I I was I would always like sign things and she would kind of help me do whatever. And I remember at one point she was talking to one of the fans or something, and I was like, one day I'm gonna this is gonna be reversed, and I'm gonna be the one behind her while she's signing autographs and shit, and everyone's gonna be fawning over her. And that's exactly what fucking happened this weekend. Yeah. And I was so excited. Like I had to I had to show up late because for a, a job that I I, bu- I booked. And there was, I, was, I thought I was going to miss it for a minute. And it was like the saddest thing in the entire world. But like, that was a dream come true. It was really cool. It was so fucking cool. Dude, can we give a quick shout out to Vicky? Vicky, yeah. oh my God. Dude, turns Vicky's out she's so the dopest dope. person Vic, that's ever truly, existed. Yeah. Vicky is the dopest. She's very dope. Me and Vicky bonded at RTX hardcore. Yeah. And like, she is easily she, one of the coolest people. We were like, when is she coming home? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's, is she still in... Texas? No, she's over no, in the no, other no. room. No, oh. uh, we we all bunked together. Me, Vicky, mm-hmm. and Jamie all bunked together. So we got oh, like, you mean super like, duper Vicky. Gotcha. She was out late with James one night, and we were like, I got all I got. I know we missed her. Yeah, what did you guys get up to, dude? I'm laughing so hard because Kit. <gasps> dead serious. Oh, she t- is she still in Texas? Well, yeah, well, she's like, <laughs> dog, it's our with, third with, day back at work. With <laughs> no context, she was like, yeah, we're like, when is she coming home? So I'm like. Oh, oh I that, don't know what that means. Was, the only thing that can mean to me is where is she right well, now? Well, because Vicky knows how to party. Where is like, she? She was she right out. now? Where is the girl? Vicky, what'd you do with her? Um, no, wh- wait, she's fucking awesome. She's so I fucking love cool. Her. Should, should we should we talk about the thing that happened with the? 
just talking about your your excitability or whatever. Like we had that situation with Teddy. Teddy. Teddy Roosevelt. Did you guys bring Teddy. him back? Ted, oh, the movie. You can tell. If can you we? Want. Do, are you comfortable with me t- telling the story? This is weeks who? ago. Who's Ted? Teddy. Who's Teddy? You guys will know what I'm talking about in a minute. This was. I don't this, know who Teddy you can, is. You can tell it if you. This want. is just freaking What's me his out. Real fucking okay. name, man. His name is Teddy. Who's Teddy? Who's Teddy? In our in our lives, is a is a, a boy named Teddy. I don't know. If, I don't think he watches this stuff. But hi, Teddy, if you are. Teddy. Um, Teddy, Teddy or Eddie? Teddy is very Eddie. sweet, but <laughs> Teddy is also he's he he likes things a lot and has a habit of. Spoiling oh, everything. He's like he 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 has a habit of. I remember this. Oh yeah, dude. Wait, this is the moment. Oh, I know exactly yes. what you're. Ta- oh, you're actually going to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. Oh, funny. dude. Okay, so Teddy, Teddy for, somehow is always watching the thing that I am about to watch or playing a game that I am about to play, and he is always like done with it. And every time that I'm talking to him about stuff, we'll talk about these things, and he'll somehow, without fail, ruin the storyline for every. <laughs> Everything, everything I'm getting into, and I'll leave a conversation. Every conversation with him, like fucking Teddy. Oh my god, I was I was just about to play this thing. But we love you, Teddy. I love Teddy, yeah, but barely. he just he has that he has a wonderful <laughs> ability to just like spoil every story. I wouldn't call that wonderful. <laughs> well, Is it, it was illness that makes him do that. <laughs> he's 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 a he's a fun guy. Well, he has been having a hard time, and uh, he was with my 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 pop was taking him to dinner or something like that. And uh, he's a big fan of uh, like Achievement Hunter and like you know. Oh, is he really? Everyone yeah. besides everyone besides us. He's a big well. He's a big fan of different Rooster Teeth stuff. So I was like, "Hey, Pop, give me a call when you're in the car with with Teddy, and I'll um I'll I'll give I'll, I'll talk to him for a minute." And so they they call me up. They, I, and I'm doing work around the office and stuff. This is like after hours. So it's just me and Mimi in the office. And I'm moving shit around. And so I put him on speakerphone because my hands are full and I'm moving Mistake shit. Mistake number one. And. <laughs> no, mistake number one was was <laughs> you're gonna crash. You're gonna crash. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, hey Teddy, I, you know we would talk a little bit. Like if you if you if you want some like merch or something, let me know. Whatever, you know, just trying to throw him a bone. And um, uh, we're just like winding the conversation down and, and shit. Talking and about how we were gonna come back for a wedding. Yeah, we're gonna come back for the wedding and stuff. And it gets quiet for a second. And Teddy goes, so are you still planning to propose to Mimi? Dude, <laughs> I, I, I just where did you hear she, that? Wait, she heard it, right? She, oh, oh, she was, was she was right behind me, and I I just felt like it was like somebody poured a, a vanilla milkshake down my back. I was like, um, how do I? Well, this is what you do in that situation. Man. No. open the fucking door and you call it a car. <laughs> Tuck and roll. <laughs> Like, then everything's about your injuries. I think my it's first so sweet. Was like, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk my way out of this. It's it's not what it sounds like. It's um, I'm gonna propose a um. It's so sweet. Proposing to her? A trip to Jamaica. Dude, right. Yeah. I'm gonna propose. Like nothing came. It was it was basically that. I was like, I gotta go. Bye. Mimi Mimi's reaction was so sweet though. Well, I like turned around and I didn't know what I expected, but she was like. You Aww. like me, and that Aww. was like the—I I didn't know what to expect, but it was—it was a positive reaction. But I was like, "Is this—is this?" Oh, thank God she'll say yes. What, what the fuck happened? It was—I it was, was the most jarring situation. But like, that's been out in the open for. Dude, that's so did like, you do it? I love that fucking story. It was so. Oh my god! It was—it's—it was like a fucking sitcom. <laughs> so it did, was great. did you do it? Did yeah. you? Did you? Have I, so I proposed to Teddy. And <laughs> but no, no, we we're we're hanging out. It's been it's been busy. We got no, we're, we're breaking we're breaking up. No, we're breaking up. No, I have not proposed yet. If yeah, you're wondering. For, it's we're, you're, we're it's a progressive society. It's about time you proposed to me, and I want a fat rock. I want a big diamond on it. 
It could be. Two. I want a blood diamond. I want to. I want. I, I want to make sure someone's been hurt in the process I want, of mining this diamond. I want an diamond. unrefined, just rocky crystal. Yeah. On the I end want of mine. a bullet that has killed several attached. That to might it. as well be every diamond. Diamonds are a terrible. So I want the bullet awful. that took Osama bin Laden's life. <laughs> I mean, dude, that's so f- <laughs> fucked and cool. <laughs> dude, that's so fucked and cool. Can I that's tell so you guys about when cool. I came in, Alyssa? Um. Sure. <laughs> when you came Sorry. in. Sorry. The opposite of that. My pullout game is extraordinarily strong. Everybody knows it. Everybody's been talking about it. I don't know, dude. You seem to come inside me uh, a Twitter, lot. Twitter. Oh, no. Twitter said different last night. Twitter said, what do they say? What did Twitter say? Oh. Well, we'll get to that in a sec. Um, so uh, Alyssa's had like um, some experiences with her body recently where she's like, Were I, you the experiences with her body? I was before these experiences. Barely. And uh, she... <laughs> was worried that she was pregnant and uh we found a pregnancy test in the house um from like 1985 Good. and uh you know she went to go take spoon yeah she go went to go take pee pee on it um <laughs> and she comes back and uh we have to wait a little bit because that's how pregnancy tests work and she's like sir we're not ready for a baby because I, I make her address <laughs> sir, sir. pardon me sir <laughs> she like sends you an informal email sir, what are we to whom do? it may concern captain there's a baby on board we're on land Alyssa. <laughs> so i'm just thinking i'm like there's no way she's pregnant. I'm infertile. And uh, she comes over, she brings me the baby, or she brings me the... Oh, pregnant. no. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, every <laughs> sentence of this has became another story. So she uh, brings me the pregnancy test. She's like, I can't look. And I look at it, and I'm very confused. I'm looking at it, I'm very confused. Very upset. Because there's a negative sign, and it also says on. And I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, she didn't do it right, or it's turned, it just says on. Maybe the negative sign means that she's not pregnant. And then I flipped it around. No. And it just says no. I love no to two things. No to the baby, and uh, even more importantly, no to what you thought. That's <laughs> yeah, dude, dude I it's the magic, the magic pregnancy test, that's the magic conch shell. That's such a funny fucking story, dude. Can I have something to eat? No. Can I have something to eat? <laughs> no. Can I have something to eat? Try asking again. Can I have something to eat? No. <laughs> oh, that's so funny, dude. I love that that pregnancy test got it. It didn't put a smiley face or a sad face. It didn't oh, put yeah. one dot or two dots. It just said no. Yeah. It, it was just, like, it'll say yes or no. It knows what you want. Yeah, why is there even a plus or a negative? Yes or no. Make it say yes or no. That's it. No, there's Wait, no plus. I, yes, no she's not pregnant or no, she is. <laughs> yeah, yes or yeah. no are the only two like, things. Yes, she's not pregnant. Oh, my God. Okay. No, she is. <laughs> okay. Am I, am I not... Am I not? Am I going to be not pregnant, or am I going to be? Or am I not going to be pregnant? Or am I going to be yes pregnant? Yes. Oh, thank God! <laughs> it just says yes. It's not. Yes. <laughs> I got to be I honest. Can't. We're going to need to use about twelve more of these. I have no fucking clue what this means. <laughs> I just uh, me and Lauren watched Knocked Up again the other day for like the well, first time in a long time. Love that movie. So good. Um, and the part where she's like going to the store, getting all the pregnancy tests and shit, and they're like doing all of them, and then uh, Leslie. Ma- oh, James is late for his uh, pregnancy. Freed's FaceTiming me. Oh, your phone? Fareed is always FaceTime. You can FaceTime on that? No, it, it just tells me that oh, my phone right. is doing oh. that. So they're like, uh, and then Leslie Mann is like, oh, maybe I should try one of these. And then she pees on one. And then she like, cuts her looking at it. What the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? And then she's like, oh, I think you picked up the wrong one. She's just like, oh, oh God, that would suck. <laughs> like right next to the girl. <laughs> Thank you so much to Stitch Fix, to Stitch. Planned Parenthood. <laughs> Thank you to Stitch Fix for sponsoring this pipe episode. This pipe episode. <laughs> Thank you, Stitch Fix, for sponsoring this episode of Beyond the Pine. Stitch Fix has reimagined the way that we can find and buy clothes. It's unbelievably convenient. 
they understand that life gets busy. So you just tell them your sizes, your favorite types of clothes, and how much you want to spend, and your personal stylist is going to pick out all the clothes for you completely based on your preferences, nothing that wouldn't be your style. And the coolest thing is you can try it before you buy it. So if an item doesn't fit or you just don't even like it, there's no worries at all. You can send it back for your charge. You guys are probably looking at me and you're thinking, wow, James has style. No, and, mm-hmm. and I agree with you. Not no, I, I agree with you. I do have style. Not at all what I was thinking. But the thing about style is that some of us have it and some of us don't. But just because a sense of style seems elusive for some doesn't mean it's impossible to attain. There's no time like the present to discover that style that's inside of you that you never knew you had mm. and emerge it. And you could do that with a little help from our friends at Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix has completely reinvented how we find and buy clothes. You answer some basic questions about your sizes, your favorite styles, and your budget right from your laptop or your computer or your smartphone or your tablet, and they get right on it. They transfer that all to your personal stylist, and they spring into action, hand-selecting five new clothing items just for you. And I know what you're thinking, personal stylist, sounds like it could be something uh, very expensive that only the rich and famous or Steve from a few months ago could afford. But you can afford it too. Their personal styling fee is only $20, which is applied as a credit towards anything you keep. And since your personal stylist uses only your preferences to pick your clothes, you're still in complete control. They're never going to pick something that isn't part of your style. So once your items arrive, you can try them on and you only pay for what you keep. If you don't like something or you want another size, you can send it back no questions asked and shipping is always free both ways i love it when things are free shipping it gives me the ultimate incentive to buy everything Mm -hmm. so you can get your fix whenever you want or sign up and receive scheduled shipments the choice is yours i love stitch fix we all love stitch fix and we all know that you will too so hurry to stitchfix.com slash pine to get started now keep all five items in your box and you'll get 25 percent off the entire purchase that's stitchfix.com slash pine P-I-N-E. for 25% off. Thank you so much, Stitchfix. Fuck the fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you once again, Stitchfix, for sponsoring Thanks, the podcast. Thanks, Stitchfix. Thanks, y'all. I think you that, guys get me my I think fix. that was the best ad we've ever done. It was. You, you cleared it. I think that it was the worst one that I've never going to be seen, and it was the best. Dude, I hope to get to a point where we all are able just to read uh, ad reads just one fell swoop. Mm-hmm. Um, not for our sake, because I think it's funny when people fuck up, but for Vicky and Autumn's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, is it just Vicky? And out of respect for the sponsor, no, if you're able to and out of respect, have a yeah. command out of it, and you know, you, they know yeah, that you... Yeah, that's what I do for like, like a living, if you guys ever want help. True, me. true. No. What? Well, I mean... Get the battery out of your mouth, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you ever wanted to read ad reads <laughs> and stuff, I mean, no. granted, we, we should re- also read them consistently because, uh, you know, the show um, and the characters in it yeah torres is a professional voice actress and well it'll be over by the time this goes up but she's voicing the teen choice awards this weekend as an announcer that's so sick so fucking rad that's dope dude i'm gonna watch it literally just to hear your voice i'm going and every time you're done announcing i'm gonna change the channel (laughs) on cable that i don't have how do i watch that without cable uh it's gonna be on fox i think you can probably stream it on fox.com i think you have that cable don't you so you were just sent the screenplay today or sorry, the, the, the script. <laughs> no, I haven't gotten it yet. Oh, okay. Oh, damn. But I, I, I've done some pre-roll for it. Is it going to be... It's live, right? Yeah, it's fucking Are you there? Live. So I'm there cool. live. I'm going to be on headset. Where are you nervous? It's going to be at the Forum in Inglewood. I am so nervous. I'm so nervous. I'm Don't so be. Excited. Are you going to drink a little bit beforehand? No. No, no, you'll do great. Will you have shaky voice? Because I get shaky voice. <laughs> <and I have laughs> Dude, you're going to be like... Hold on, hold on. Hold on, it's like this. It's like this. 
Okay, so thank you to the. Okay, our next. Uh, <laughs> well, you have to. It's going to be. It's going like, to be fucking going to be our next announcers. <laughs> Welcome everyone to Teen Choice Awards. Oh my god, I would love Hi. if that were the announcer's voice. And, um, thank you to Nick. Can Cannon. Thank you. Thank the you to Clint, uh, Clint the Cannon. Uh, my name. Good. No, I mean I'm more nervous. <laughs> good. No, you have a good so time. Great, oh, another RTX story. Um, and it's relating to this voice thing. Dude, dude I was just thinking about dude. this. Dude! We had the what, best what pilot thing? ever. Okay. So our pilot on Austin, the way back from Austin. was a great pilot. Because the yes. pilot there to Austin, we were on the same flight with uh, Autumn. <laughs> Fucking bad pilot. Just, he, first of all, he's like, all right, we're going to need to start our descent into Austin. All of a sudden, <laughs> start going down. We're circling around the airport. We're like getting lower and lower and lower. All of a sudden, just... It was like he was diving so he could have a better drop on. And then like we like we like went up and it was one of those things where you're like you get pushed down your seat and you're like oh fuck dude don't do that. And then he uh, after that all happens he's like uh, so there's another plane on the runway we had to do our circle again around Australian International Airport. <laughs> and oh, the, then the fucking route I was uh, I was telling the guys to look at the guys monitor in, in front of us the row in front of us because he's got the the route on you can see where you've been where where you're going and shit or just where you've been and this one it goes from where we were. To the destination, a big circle around the destination, oh and then we were going back to the destination. Well, no, again. okay, so that's normal though. Like sometimes there are other planes on the on the thing, but his curve, his reaction to his it. curve know, was. Dude. I've never seen that before. Never oh, had that's that happen happened to me like twice. Did he say? Whoops, that's not a lot, easy. considering how many times. Well, usually flown. what they do is um, I haven't flown that much. really because like you know how. Remember RTX last year? Uh, we when we landed back in LA. We were taxiing for like an hour and I had to piss so bad. Remember? Oh, no. That's because like... Well, that's what they usually do is they no. taxi. They don't fly around normally. No, they can they if there are too taxi. many planes taxiing. Yeah. Like if oh. it's all backed up. Like if there's already like a few planes taxiing, it's not just going to be planes lined Or if up there's an set. issue on the actual... Yeah, like, like an flight attack. Area. Yeah, like an attack. Um, but the story is about our next pilot who, you know, bless his heart, bless his soul. He was a good pilot. He, he was a great well. pilot. Great pli- pilot. Flew well. Couldn't speak worth a damn. Couldn't speak at all. Barely could speak. Um, we were just like, I didn't notice it at first. But then suddenly you have things where you'll hear it over the monitor where he's like, all right, so we're landing in close to the Nedwist. We're going to go take a half step down, take a half step up, and we're going to go down and lead the plane to get down to the stuff. And then that's how everyone's going to get off. And it's just jumbled words Dude, mixed with, you I can think, hear the little yeah, things. Yeah, I think it was um, either he was speaking too fast over an intercom so it doesn't pick it up well, or... He's just a, f- a funny guy. So, everyone, we're, we're going to be going to have a take a step, slip, going to slide down that <laughs> ladder, and then every, there's the place we're going to go land. You could be in LA. The weather's great. He was like this. He was like, okay, everyone, this year, Bob speaking. And we're going to just make sure not to descend. And we're going to be fine. But there's been great in LA. And it's been really hot. And we're going to be in gate 43A. And we're going down. I'm alone. I'm lonely. If you want to date me, come find me. If you're going to come to date me, I'm going to be in Dayton, Ohio. I know what we can talk about. No, you don't. Uh, I believe their name is IGN. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Jack the Barrow. So for those of you who don't remember or if you started watching us within uh, a year ago from now-ish, we had a funny little interaction with IGN about a year ago. They completely ripped off our style. Completely. Well, it was like a fucking mock Fact. video of ours. To it be was, and it didn't. It would have been one thing to have done it, and then in the description been like inspired by or like shout out to this channel or whatever. There was none of that. There was a complete just 
It was the same style. Everything Fucking about it. Rory, it dude. Clearly. That was his name. Rory, yeah. I was, I was looking for that. I was trying to see if that was the same reviewer. No, it no, wasn't. No, no. It actually Because no, I think, I don't know what dude, that kid I even did. guarantee but. you Rory saw all this happening with IGN. He's like, fuck, they're going to bring me. They're going to fucking bring me up again. <laughs> dude, right, IGN's got to stop fucking hiring people that fucking plagiarize, dude. Just make up your own shit. Inspiration's great. Yeah. But, uh, hey, you can't fucking take everything, man. You can't take everything. From YouTube's not the wild, wild west anymore where you can do if that you, shit. If you think of our like show, especially like the earlier style of the show, there were three very distinct styles that one on on their own isn't anything, but three yeah. together is what makes it a copy, and that's your narration, your freeze frame, freeze frame and the subtitles. Well, there's and there's elements to those as well that are even further, like freeze frame he narration free, and didn't he freeze, freeze frame narration, yeah. black and white flash. Didn't subtitles. he um, also freeze frame in like a different color? Because you would freeze Gray. frame. So like thankfully, a, Alex Ernst is only doing two of the three. So he's going to bring that fully so copying. I haven't yeah. seen any of his, his, uh, his other videos past the car explosion one. It's strikingly it's strikingly similar. It's, now, apparently, he's doing more of it. Well, I was going to give him he the is. benefit of the doubt the first time I saw one of those videos. And I was yeah. like, oh, you know what? Uh, she's having a good time. It's right. just one a one-off thing. And it's not that similar, I guess. And then... It's probably been like a good eight videos since then. Yeah, it sucks because I think what it is is he can recognize that there's some elements to what we're doing that he likes, obviously. And with that, there's inspiration. But he's got so much more of an audience. And I think it's on purpose. He doesn't seem like he's an idiot. So he knows that if I do it, I get way more views. So what are they going to do about it? I have to say, it is dope that he blew up a car, though. That is that cool. was No, the it video was, really was great, cool. man. The video was uh, great. We well, the video wasn't, the video was not... Well, not great, but the, you know what I mean? He accomplished some cool things. Yeah, there. he did cool things, but he did the some cool video things. itself, not great. He shaved his head like he really worked for that video. Well, I shaved but... my head, too. There's another copycat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holy oh, shit. No. Okay, listen. Listen, kiddo. I'm not going to use that one as a... No, it listen, was a totally kiddo. different context. And his name's Alex? Like an arbitrary list. Alex, remember Alex who worked here last week? Dude, this kid's on to something, man. I'm gonna, we're gonna get you. <laughs> you know what? Um, but back to IGN. Really quick, do you think there's any possibility that Alex has no idea of our content, never seen it? No, we've met him. We've <gasps> we barely met him, dude. We he was shirtless and he like looked at us and went, "Sup?" And then went out to the balcony. <laughs> he didn't fucking. But dude, no, he's always been better dude. than us, dude. Yeah, the man. bottom line is he knows Seth and Dom really well, and Seth and Dom know us. We should talk to Seth and Dom about yeah, this. Yeah, we should talk to. We should. Well, should I fucking it. Facetime Seth Dom right yeah, now? Yeah, do it easily, dude. I'll be right back. Let me get my phone. Yes. Oh wait, do I have time to pee? Do we have time to pee no, real no, quick? No, just no. to take no, no, because this is a quick break from this. Okay. What's gonna happen when the boys and the girl get back is we're going to call um, Dom. He's part of the group, the David Dobrik group, just like this guy Alex Ernst, and. Um, I'm going to tell everyone here to make sure that we keep this not like crazy because we don't know Dom that well. Like we hang out now and again at parties and we've been trying to uh, we've been trying to get him in videos and stuff because uh, he's a cool dude. We like Dom, too. He's really nice. But um, we, we we just want to make sure that this conversation that we're about to have isn't like attacking him because what the fuck does Dom know? You know what I mean? We don't even know how good of friends he is really with Alex. He could be barely, even though I think they fucking live together. Come on, Seth. Answer the fucking phone, Seth. Yeah. Seth. There he Seth. Is. Wait, Seth. Don't say anything. You're on street. Or you're on a, a podcast right now. Oh, I can't say explicit content. No, but we have a very important thing to talk to you about. Truly, this is real. Okay. So, your friend Alex Ernst, right? Yes. Have you noticed anything in particular recently? What? What? What do you mean? You know what I mean. You know what I mean, Seth. Sorry, Seth. Say, say that again. Say that again. Seth, say that again. I said Alex Ernst is a clean man, but what I will say is that, yeah, a lot of people have been saying that um, 
Um, you know, it's, it's kind of similar to your guys' content with uh, doing the voiceovers. Um, I mean, how I honestly feel about it, I feel like, yeah, it is, like, somewhat like you guys because you guys do have, like, the, you know, you guys do have, like, the, um, the voiceover thing that you guys do. But I feel like that sort of thing is, like, used with a lot of other things as well, like films and other cinematic sort of content. And I think that's, like, more of what he's trying to go for. Do you think he's, sort of do you style, think he's, you know? do you think he's ever seen one of our videos before? Um, I'm pretty sure he's looked at you guys' stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I know he hasn't, like, he hasn't seen it until, like, people were saying stuff because, like, there's there's no way possible. Because I know Alex personally, and, like, he's not the type of person that's, like, you know, like, going to, like, use someone else's style and, like, not give credit. credit Do you think he'd be willing to you know? talk to us uh, on uh, another podcast or something, even, like, a FaceTime or something? No. Cause, cause to be honest, no, he I've wouldn't. been like talking to him about it because like, I, I really feel like it's, it's not like a, like a copying sort of situation. It's more of like, you guys are in a similar lane of like creation, you know? So he's aware think, of like, the response guys, to this. You said what? So he's aware of the response to this by some people. Well, yeah. I mean, he's aware of like, um, you know, like people are commenting in like the YouTube and stuff, you know? So like people have like. You know, said like, oh yeah, the the freeze frame is kind of like Sugar Pine Seven and whatnot. You know, would you say so, his narration style is the way he talks as well? Like, even past it seems style. it seems different than what he did before. Yeah, well, he wasn't really making content at all before. Well, so, it seems different than like, how he acted in other people's videos, essentially. But I guess he was just being himself. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, everyone's portrayed differently, and. Um, you know everyone's content you know we all have like different hats that we wear and stuff but yeah as for like his own stuff like i i i know for sure like alex was not like i, I don't think he's like seen you guys stuff like prior to so you don't like, think just to like sorry to like hound you about this my dude this is just interesting content but to wrap it up do you think that there's any possible way that he's taken inspiration by anything we've done at all or is it completely random do you think i think i think the fact that you guys are making quality content in general is like a way that like any creator is like if any creator is doing that as well then they are kind of like in a way following the tracks that you guys are doing and alex is he's on that path of wanting to make like high quality content and like I so said, like, in a weird way you've said yes what do you mean? Yes, in a respectful way, though, I think is what you mean. Like, he's taken inspiration. Do you? <laughs> Sorry. Drop yeah, that. no. It's I mean, Red Bull. Is your fucking cord set up, dude? I mean, I mean the, the, thing, the, the thing is, because the truth of the matter is this. Like, I cannot speak for Alex. You know what I'm saying? Like, Looks like we're going to have to have Alex have, on for him to speak for himself. I don't know, I don't know his, his life. You know, like, I don't know, like, his whole life schedule and, like, all the content that he watches. And that's just me being, like, 100% honest, you know? So, We're like, not trying to, like, start drama. It's I just am. When there's, when there's, like, similarities that are so close to things that we do that um, are... You know what I mean? Like we're just trying and to figure out if someone's like, and especially what's going since on. we've experienced that in the yeah, past, yeah, we've experienced of having legitimate, somebody one hundred percent rip off our style. Copy. Yeah, no, and, and, and to be real, I've been I've been telling him that like, you know, like like he should definitely reach out to you guys, and like I think like he's been like considering like you know definitely hitting you guys up and like you know just seeing like what could like wait what's going on, Richard? No, hold on, I, I got I got shut up, Richard. Shut up, Richard. Real quick. Just, just, 
Richard yeah, Pryor. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on a podcast, man. I'm live, man. I'm live. But like, you know, like, like I definitely think like all you guys should should get together and like I, I don't feel like it's more of like like I said like a, a copying sort of situation. I just feel like you guys are in the same lane, and like from being in the same lane there can be, like, more opportunities for, like, both of you guys to, like, expand your audiences and, like, yeah. expand creative. Politician you know? wrap this up. Well, Seth, uh, we're going to have to wrap this up. Uh, I do appreciate you coming on the podcast. Uh, eh, bye. <laughs> bye, dude. Love you. Love you, honey. Bye. bye Thank Seth. you, man. Appreciate it. James your says bye as well. Bye. Bye-bye. So, dude, Alex. I felt, I felt like, uh, real quick, I felt like Joe Budden in, at the Migos uh, interview. All right, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. Gets up and drops the mic, and they're just like about to fight him. I think, I, I, I Seth is an honest guy. He's yeah. not gonna. I mean, obviously he knows he's on a podcast, but he's not gonna like, <clears throat> unless he uh, actually knows some dirty. No, I Texas think Seth after. is being very careful. No, I think, sure. Well, at the that same was time, a tiptoe, for sure. Sure, it was a tiptoe, but I think he but, he got to the point. Sorry to interrupt you. He got to the point where he said. First, it was Alex wasn't really aware of our content. Then it was Alex knows of our content and is taking inspiration. Did, and then, and then it moved on to Alex was actually thinking about hitting you guys up. Yeah, then the he said that. that. So he's to, no, Seth has told me multiple times that there's some people in that group that are Brandon thinking about thinking. Yeah, Brandon but thinking also, about thinking for the first. Brandon's <laughs> dope. I would love to work with Brandon. Cool, but I I think that instead of jumping on like the full on, he's copying us. Yeah, exactly. That's like don't even waste our own mind power doing that. Like. He's gonna do what he's gonna Doesn't do, matter, and if yeah. it comes down to if he keeps doing it, and we see like more things change, where it's in, like very much so in our direction, like then we'll. Adjust so there was there. there's there are two things. Uh, one, how do you find this path? You know, like he was yeah, about that. that's the thing. It's like you 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 don't just randomly start doing the same things that we're doing, and that's what I was trying to say without sounding like a douche, because the things that we're doing are so like. What are the so you have to plan it? You mm-hmm. have to plan what we're doing. You don't just stumble into it. What exactly. what, what are the things? Exactly that he's doing that are the same as yeah. us. It's mostly the vocal inflection that he chooses to do over, uh, like for his narration. The narration, the inflection um, of the narration, and the, and the, the, like, the freeze frame, and freeze then zoom frame. in on it. He was like, doing more free, fr- free frames, in the first freeze one. frames in the first one. He, mm-hmm. I think he cut away from doing freeze okay. frames. I haven't seen like all of the newer ones, but he'll do, you know, freeze frames. He'll tell a story mm-hmm. like that, and the inflection of his voice, like a Dateline announcer or something, or like. Um, Da 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 yeah. da. Like He'll that talk kind of like this in his videos, but even when he's on camera, like this in front of them, which is a little different than Steve's. And that's why I think you know what? It might be a gray area where he's the first person who is doing it a little different than we are, and we might have to suck it up, and people might just start doing it. Like yeah, that. I think I think the like only way to plays. really solve is to have him yeah, come really on the show if, if he wants to, yeah. and you know, talk it out Definitely. on a podcast or something. Yeah. I will say though, he comes from vlogging with David and all of them, right? So vlogging is his probably number one go-to type of mm-hmm. content to make because mm-hmm. he knows it is the way. Yeah. So him wanting to do vlogs is naturally what the content that he would make. And then if he wants to be more creative with them, mm-hmm. the way you get more creative with vlogging is by adding in a story. Right? And where do you get the inspiration? You watch people who are doing what you want to do. Or whatever sort story of. you want to try to tell in, mm-hmm. a, in a vlog, right? So those things, I think, are you could come to that conclusion on your own without copying somebody. The narration is my issue, but also, I mean, and Seth did say this, and I agree with it, we even got inspired with the narration mm-hmm. from different from, stuff. But uh, from a completely different thing. Like, I got inspired from narration from watching fucking Dateline. Yeah. Literally, like, a show that is unrelated, not in the same industry at all. Mm-hmm. It's just a completely different genre as well. You and know? I'm not I'm not sticking up for him and saying that there's no, no yeah, way in hell. I'm um, looking at it, trying to look at it in, like, a reasonable way. I feel but you. I think that we are a bit jaded about it because we experienced 
being flat out we're already, copied. We're already yeah. damaged. So, I mean, the thing is, it's like, I don't want to bash the guy. I'm sure he's a good guy. I yeah. really am. And I don't know if this was his intention. Yeah. That's why the only way I think to really solve this is to have to him on, him, yeah. see how he is, see yeah. what's going on in his head about this all. Uh, I everything. hope that uh, and the fist fight it, it doesn't get sent to him, like relayed to him that we want to attack him. I like, do. They think you're fucking copying Alex me, man. Ernst, I will punch um, you in the throat. I think that like maybe one of us should reach out to Seth and be like, hey, we, uh, by the way, like if you do talk yeah. to Alex about us, we don't want you to think about attacking him. We just generally want to talk about it because we're also coming to the conclusion that maybe, you know, there's just this new lane that is people are bound to get in anyway. Yeah, so so I happen. want to get his take on all of it. We're going to yeah. we're gonna talk about it. We're going to become great friends. We're going to run away together. I want to get back to talking about IGN, though, because that is a concrete... <clears throat> Copycat. That well, we I mean, they did about. everything right. They, they they fired the guy, and that's yeah. Like, yeah. But then you look back. I mean, doing a game review, like, first of all, how do you even? You don't have the creativity to express your opinion on a game that you played. But if you have to was, copy it, like you can't even like it's that hard for you that you can't like play the game and just be like, this is how I felt about it. That you have to copy it. At least with ours, like. You know, that that also takes a lot of copying and stuff like that. Like, it's hard to create uh, a fun thing to watch through vlogging and experience and, like, make it something that's, like, more compelling than just, like, a normal vlog would be. But it's still copying. Fuck Rory, dude. Well, you know, I have to say, in Rory's defense, uh, unfortunately, um, when he did his mock-up of our videos, it's, uh, I mean, it's a different narrative. It's a different, like, thing that he's doing, and it makes it enjoyable to watch something that probably would just be a normal vlog before. And it was, it probably, I mean, it spiced it up for me. This video that came out is in exact yeah, rip off point by point of another person's thing it's going back to Rory oh yeah him that dude like I forgot that whole fucking thing happened until this shit happened the other day like with this new guy remember because we were going to do that whole like obstacle, obstacle course, course yeah thing, and try to like try to play it off with him be like you know man like it is what it is dude, we were like, trying to save him we were trying to save him we were trying to bring light to it and like make fun of it because that's what you do the whole time I was just it was like it was and then, jokes and then Sort of. What's his name? Oh, one dude, I don't remember. Execs, one of their executives. Sorry, I was talking You get stuff. on a call with him. He goes, yeah, I just really feel bad for Rory and all this. That was the moment for me where I was like, oh, you guys are fucking pieces of shit, dude. Yeah. Understand. I got to remember what that guy's name was. Too, you know what I mean? Like, they, they, I if they had been like, it. yeah, fuck him, I then fo- they're No, they're there's, no, there's take... no way about being like, oh, fuck him. It would have yeah. been like, oh, you know what? after discussing with other people or whatever, like we do see the similarities and we're sorry that that you're right. But he was, he never once was like, yeah, you know, I, I think there might've been some inspiration and maybe he should have, uh, you know, sourced you guys as like an inspiration and, you know, let's try to get to the bottom of this. He was like, yeah, you know, I just feel bad for Rory and all this, not a, a, ever addressing any sort of blame. And that's and, and he kind of said, "I only feel bad for." Yeah, that's how it yeah. came off. Is I only feel bad for Rory in this situation. And that's when uh, I realized when the conversation. It. That's when I yeah, I realized the conversation was never going to get anywhere that we wanted. So I was like, "Oh, what about the um, child child porn that Rory looks at?" <laughs> <laughs> Dude, did we ever put that on? No, we never put that in a video. Fuck, was, I wish we kept it. It was on a call. That's so funny. Yeah, it was on a call that we just talked about. Yeah, we we recorded the call. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was but, referring to. But uh, we didn't actually like upload anything of it because I don't know what IGN like spends their time doing if they take legal action against people. Yeah, they probably would have. <laughs> Dude, maybe they've changed. You know, like because I mean they got rid of this guy. Although there was much more of an internet outrage than there was on. Although again, Phil and Keemstar both covered this thing about 
uh, us back in the mm. day. They covered our thing too. I, maybe Phil just tweeted about it. He might have. Yeah, Keemstar? he might have. Uh, Keemstar made a video and it included one of the stories was wow. was this. But then Phil tweeted about it. I imagine. Oh. Well, I think the other thing with this was that the the guy that IGN cop the guy from IGN copied this time was it was a smaller YouTuber. So he was like he was like fucking on the little guy there. He was punching oh, down. Yeah. It's like in in our situation, it was like it didn't really like hurt us. Yeah. But for him, that could have that was like really painful for him because he works so. Oh, hard. that totally makes sense. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He thought he'd be walked over. Maybe that kind of uh, is also why we feel a little bit more mad about the Alex thing too, because mm. he gets so many more views. So it's kind of like punch the down. Jealousy Don't thing. take our thing and do better things with it. I'm actually <laughs> I'm legitimately not like mad. I, I was more mad about the Rory thing because I think yeah. it was such a new oh, feeling yeah. to me because I yeah. was, this was like we were still like it was our baby. We were gain, getting that traction. I don't remember exactly like what month that happened, um, but I think it was before it was before we had an office for sure. It was like. Mm-hmm. Two months in, maybe. I think it's because okay, so here's it was June. Here's the reason why I think that bummed me out so bad. It's because we were still trying to figure out who we were as content creators, and then when someone makes like the same thing as you, I think in the back of my head, I'm like, what happens if they make it before us? What happens if they figure Uh, it out before us? You know, like even though he was a smaller creator, it's just uh, it was a worry. And now you know we've got someone, and we're sort of. I mean, I don't want to say we're punching, but it feels like we're punching up. And when I punch up, I don't like feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't it doesn't truly hurt me. Like I'm not mad at Alex we Ernst or anything. Sh- we should yeah, I honestly like I'd love to like get him on here and talk about it yeah. clear the air and then work together and then um kill him. Yeah. <laughs> um I, I think that like fuck I had a fucking point. Oh dude, this is the second time. You can do this, James, Come please. On, just man. think Pull it together. Just think brain man. Think brain. Think, brain. Blast. You, start, you think we need to copy someone else. <gasps> Dude, yeah, we actually should. Who should we copy? Shane Dawson. Shane Dawson? Oh, he's yep, so funny. Yep. I wish we had him on a podcast. Come on, Shane. Dude, yep. there could be room hey, for Shane, a, a parody version. A Ours think, is more parody. Actually, mm-hmm. Shane, I think, follows me on Twitter, So, but he also follows been, like 30,000 people. We've been oh. telling you to hit him up. Hey, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. Let's get yeah. him. I'm really bad at hitting people up. Dude, I don't Lil know B follows me on Twitter. Same. He follows like 1.8 <laughs> million people. He's a little beef. Little little B, B. base god, base god, base god. Oh, he's awful. <laughs> you said oh, like you're like yes. Oh, I, I mean, know now. we do like the parody stuff yeah. from time to time within our show, which I think but is I mean, a is a funny way to do it. Like the parody stuff within our show, mm-hmm. like oh, like it works Brave Wilderness, Brave and Wilderness. All that. We have another video Kip coming tomorrow. out. What, what we want to talk about? Wait, what? Can we talk another about kind of parody that we did not too long ago? I am so confused. Oh, what? Pa- Oh, oh, oh! Yeah. Okay. That's not yeah, of a that's not YouTuber really a, though. Yeah, like it YouTuber is. parody. Oh yeah. Oh is. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not out yet. Oh my but, god. But that wasn't a direct parody. That was. It kind of like was, but it was like taking it was parody more so of the idea. It was using yeah, that yeah, idiocy. Like, yeah. yeah. But I'll, I'm fucking stoked for that video. I think it's one of our funny, funniest videos. And on that sure. note, <laughs> yeah. So uh, thank you guys for watching. Wait. And plug. oh yeah. Okay, yeah. this um, is very important. So in LA right now, um, summer is the worst season for overcrowding at the shelters, mm, yeah, and yeah. there are so many pets that are in danger of being euthanized unless people go out and they foster or adopt. And um, please just just take a minute if you can spare some space in your home and in your heart. Please go out and adopt or or just foster and until they can find the right home. This is a really urgent situation. And or if you know somebody who's yeah. looking for a yeah. pet. Yes, yeah. please adopt, don't shop, and please spread the word and, and go out there and, and get yourself a little, little Adopt, thing. don't shop yeah. kit. The link's I'll be down one. below in the description. <laughs> I'll be renting. <laughs> I'll be renting. If you're thinking if you're on the edge or on the verge of getting a dog, or is it any animal? It's uh, dogs, cats, all the If shop. you're on the verge of getting one and you're in California, 
please help out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And link it in the description? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Cool. And uh, that about wraps up uh, episode 51. Thank you guys for tuning in. This one actually went a little bit long. Yeah, it did. Uh, check out um, all of our social medias. Uh, we've got some official SB7 at official SB7 on Instagram and Twitter. We've got a, a subreddit, r slash sugarpine7. Send us cool stuff at our PO box. We love getting gifts from you guys. And uh, every time that we check it, we'll, we'll put it in a little video, a little bit of us opening all the shit. Um, that's also in the description. What else is there? Merch. Do we have Buy new merch our out? merch. Yeah. So we do have our short sleeve hoodie that's out. Uh, it's a black hoodie. Uh, it's cool. really cool. Um, that's We have some really cool collections that are going to be coming out these next quarters. When does that come out? Oh, this guy, I be- might have to double check. So um, I want this one so this bad. This is such a dope shirt. It's like a baseball jersey. It's got like that meshy kind of... Oh, it's they, really good quality. Like yeah. Everything is so good. Rooster Teeth merch, like their vendors, not, like they've stepped it up Like with all the vendors. They get great uh, quality merch. Um, they have an amazing design crew like Griffin. Uh, if anybody was at RTX, they know uh, about the stuff we sold there. Uh, Griffin Ramsey uh, designed some of our designs and logos on the shirts and also built us unbelievable sculptures out of wood. We Damn have it. Uh, it's it's going to be probably on next week's podcast. We'll show it on the set. Um, but yeah, so check out our merch. Check really out our... Really helps us out. Yeah, yeah. And that's, also... That's uh, a way to directly support us for sure. Yeah. Also, big thank you to... Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great yeah. to meet nice you. Despite everything that we were saying, we're still recovering from the tiredness and all that. We appreciate you guys the most that we possibly could. It's like you guys are the reason that we do this. We love... Making you guys laugh, you know, because there were it, way more good interaction. Oh like, yeah, by a fucking ninety-nine percent. Yeah. yeah, we were just talking about the bad ones because it's funny to talk about yeah, on the podcast. Exactly, yeah. the great ones were all fucking great. Mm-hmm. There was a million great, but no one cares about the great ones. Exactly, <laughs> like, you'd be like, yeah, we get it. Oh, also, yeah. want uh, to this, this here. Us. Oh no, really? we'll take this one off camera. Okay. Also, right, want to give a time. quick um, shout out to our sponsors for this episode: Quip and Stitch Fix. Thanks, Thank you guys. guys. Without you guys, we wouldn't exist. Go check them out in the link in the description as well. And uh, that about wraps it up. Thank you guys for coming. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.